Welcome back to more Bernie and Chris, everybody. I'm Bernie. I'm Chris. Chris, how was your week, man? You told me some stuff yesterday. I was like, good oh, week, good week. Fine. All, all is good. All is good. All right, we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yep. Um. All right. Well, Chris isn't going to give us an explanation of this week other than a good week. I don't blame him. Um. Let's just get right into it. Um. Chris, what were you loving this uh this past week? What I am loving. What I was loving was um it was awesome to watch the outdoor NHL games at Lake oh Tahoe. My God. So much fun to watch. Just, it's always awesome to watch um outdoor hockey. It just makes you think about like pond hockey growing up as a kid and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you live in New England or like the East Coast. Because I know Chris, you're not technically from New England, but like if you live like on the East Coast, like you you've played pond hockey. Everyone yeah, you've has. gone skating on the lake. Every, every, everyone has. If you haven't, then you simply just didn't have a childhood. It's just, <laughs> exactly. That's just that simple. Um, for me, what I'm loving. Uh, now, now, Chris, this this one takes a little bit of an um, of an explanation for me. You're, you're gonna absolutely love this, though. Let's hear it. So last week, I don't know if you noticed, Chris, but I got involved in a bet. I don't know if you saw this on Twitter or not. Oh, yeah. I think I saw it briefly. What this bet was, it was fantasy hockey related. Uh, I was going up against, uh, you know, one of our one of the couch guy um, writers, which, by the way, before I continue the story, if you want to go catch the uh, latest sports articles and podcasts and entertainment, go on over. There you'll just see a bunch of awesome stuff from a bunch of awesome writers. You're gonna see a lot from me this week. Um, you'll find out why in a second. Um, but it's a great website. Go support everybody over there. I'm over there. Um, Big Al, who was on the show last week, he's over there. Got a great article today about the Patriots. Um, go, go check it out. Um, love the support. <laughs> but anyways, so me, 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 and fellow couch guy writer uh, Kaylee Allard who is a fantastic Bruins writer. Um, we got, we, you know, me and, me and her are pretty good friends. I, I would, I would think that she would also think that. Um, so we've been, you know, we talk, we, we, we talk shit to each other um, about our fantasy hockey teams. And then we brought it to on, we brought it to, to Twitter just to, just to see what everyone else would like think and be like, ha 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 Matt and Kaylee are going at it because they're playing each other. Another sports, another uh, couch guy sports writer, uh, Diego Galvis, took took things upon his hands and made a group chat, <laughs> three of us, and said, uh, and basically said, "Hey guys, like we should do something." And her and I were like, I, and Kaylee and I were like, "All right, let's do it." So, so he, so we don't hear from him for like five minutes or whatever. He comes back with like a like an agreement, like an official agreement, and I, I'll read what the agreement said. Because this honestly, this honestly was so impre- this is so impressive. Not saying that I'm impressed Diego did something. Um, just because he's a great guy, great soccer writer for Couch Guy. Um, but this is this is what the agreement said. I'll read it out loud to everybody. Given the recent rivalry uh, developed between Miss Kaylee Allard and Mr. Matthew Burnett, Couch Guy Sports hereby announces an agreement made effective today upon the completion of Week Six of our inter- of our internal fantasy league. Tennessee Hockey League. 
if Matthew loses, uh, Matty will be asked to write for the full following week. His first article will be about losing to Kaylee, and the ones the ones after that will be about anything other than football and basketball. If Kaylee loses, Kaylee will arrange will arrange with management a Twitch stream in which she will give live commentary of a of an NHL Bruins game and openly admit to losing to Matthew Burnett. It has been a pleasure to bring this agreement to you. Uh, sincerely, Couch Guys Boys. Well, guess who lost? Guess who? Guess who? Absolutely got destroyed. <laughs> oh, I absolutely got destroyed. Um, the fi- the final in this uh, fantasy hockey matchup, Chris. This wasn't. I'm gonna give you some. Uh, some I was up two days. The first two days, I was winning. I think it was the three first three days, maybe. I'm not too sure. First two or three days, I was winning. But then all of a sudden, Kaylee took over. She absolutely blew me out. She won 231 to 176.4. Her team absolutely destroyed me. To be fair to my team a little bit here. I, you know, because of um, what's going on down in Texas right now, uh, I had a couple of players who, who were on the Stars who weren't able to play this week. Uh, obviously, COVID's an issue too. So, so anyone who was playing the Stars, um, unfortunately, their games were also postponed, so I wasn't able to use them. I got some injuries going on right now. <laughs> she also has injuries going on, so I really can't re- can't be coming up with any good excuses here. But so basically, I lost, and I just loved that last week was just so much fun. Uh, you know, it, it was it, it was such a fun week last week um, to be a member of Cowboy Sports or to be a follower of us. It was so much fun. I loved it. Um, if you're not if you're on Twitter and you're not following us, what are you doing? Give us a follow, Couch Guy Sports. Um, you know, you'll you'll love it. Such a such such an awesome group of people to work with. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm loving today. Just the whole last week and the whole sportsmanship between Kaylee and I, basically towards the end. Love that's love great. to hear it, right, Chris? Got a man, got a man plus, up to your, lost, to your so. losses. I do, and I am. I'm fully yeah, taking the article. I'm fully taking the article. I am. Now I gotta write an art. Now I gotta write an article every day this week, <laughs> so that'll be fun. Um, Chris, I'm sure you're gonna be loving the article I'm putting out today because it's me That's and great. me I lost. Um, but let's head into the MLB before I keep talking about this. So Hein Bloom, the uh, general manager, president of baseball operations. <laughs> Um, Chris, get ready to laugh. He says that he says that the Red Sox have a talent for a bounce back year. I'd like to know what I'd like to know what bounce back is in at. what fifty wins. I guess I don't know. <laughs> you never know, but we'll see. I doubt it. Um, I mean, I I I uh, I have them winning like seventy games this year, at most. I don't expect a lot out of them. Um, I hope they don't think that they're going to win a lot of games this year because they're not. Unless Chris Sale like returns and is like and is and is like instantly going to be in like Cy Young form, which I don't think he will be. I don't. I just don't see the Red Sox doing well. You traded Ben Intendi for like I don't even know who the players are anymore. That's how bad that trade was. Like, it's just this team is not going to be good. And 
it's just an unfortunate time right now to be like a Boston sports fan because three out of the four teams like absolutely <laughs> suck. And I'm sure New York fans are absolutely loving every second mm-hmm. of it. Are they, Chris? I, we don't hate Boston sports fans as some like other teams. We much more hate um, Philly teams like that. Oh, you guys, but you guys hate us. You, you know, nah, not as much as you think. We do hate Red Sox fans, that's for sure. I know. I know. I mean, you hate each other. Yes. I know. <laughs> um, so, so let me get your reaction to this. Um, Ian Desmond opted out again for now. <laughs> Interesting. He's opting out. He's opting out to hang out with his family some more. Um, definitely COVID related. But I think that's a little more than that. But what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you think of this, Chris? Because Ian Desmond might have been like the Rockies' like last hope. Yeah, I, don't, I really don't think much about it. It's, it's just interesting, I guess. You know, um, he's kind of a forgotten man now, a couple years now. He opted out last year, you know, it's interesting. I think it's more than just like, oh, I want to hang out with my family and not like yeah. COVID. I think it's also because he sees that the Rockies stuck. So he's kind of being like, all right, like, exactly. Which I don't blame the guy. Like you said, like he said, like for now, like I'm opting out, and I think that for now means, hey, and the off chance where the Rockies are actually like good, then yeah, I'm gonna come back. But if they're terrible, I'm not coming back. And I think Rocky basically, yeah. And then Fernando Tatis Jr. Thirteen years. If you don't know who, if you know, if you don't know who this guy is, you're either living under a rock. You're not a baseball fan, or you're just simply not a human being. Um, he just got a you know a fancy new contract, only worth like 14 years. I think it was like 150 mil. What's yeah. your reaction to this, Chris? Because this dude's young. <laughs> this dude's younger than us. Like, Good for him. Kind of money. Uh, he deserves it. Good for the Padres for locking him up. He's the face of the franchise there, and uh. You know, a lot of people talk about these small market teams, and Padres now have two guys making over through Javel, him and Machado. So, do you think the Padres are slowly not becoming a small Definitely market not, team no. anymore? Now, do you think they're going to give the Dodgers a run absolutely for next season? Yeah, you, you think so? I'd love to see it. Um, our entire life, Chris, the Dodgers—I mean, not so not the Dodgers, the Padres—they've sucked. Um, they've kind of just not existed. Now all of a sudden they're yeah, they're you know they were one of my surprise teams last year, and I think they're con- going to continue to build off of what they built last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm excited yeah. to see what happens in uh, Slam Diego. That that was basically the name of not San Diego <laughs> Slam Diego. <laughs> Let's move on over to the NHL. Uh, as Chris alluded to, there was hockey outdoors this weekend uh, over at Lake Tahoe. Um, Lake Tahoe is a beautiful, beautiful. area, and I've been before. Ah, oh, man, breathtaking! It's a beautiful area. Um, I'd I, I'd go back there, and I'd go back there in a heartbeat. I really would. Um, however, the NHL, you know, they they, they forgot the sun existed. Right, you know, like bench warmers, like Howie so, from bench warmers. <laughs> the sun. <laughs> The sun. <laughs> so true. So basically, 
Uh, the first game, it was between uh, Colorado, the Colorado <laughs> Avalanche and the uh, Golden Knights of Vegas. And, yeah, the, the, the sun was – it was supposed to be cloudy, I guess, that day over in Lake Tahoe. But the sun was out instead, not, not a cloud in sight. And the sun was melting the ice. And, like, the NHL didn't know what to do for the longest time. Like, they played the first period, but, like, the refs were falling around. The players were falling every now and then. At the end of the period, you could see both captains of the teams talking with the refs, trying to figure out what to do here. And some of the players wanted to keep going and playing. Some of the players, you know, were like, you know, I don't want, I don't want to break an ankle out here today. Um, so the game was delayed. Uh, and it resumed at midnight, Eastern time, 9 o'clock, West, uh, you know, West Coast time. Bruh. Gary Bettman definitely failed <laughs> science class when he was like, definitely in didn't take he definitely did. You know, definitely not with be a <laughs> baller, Edsel. Definitely not. Um, <laughs> had, I, had, I had to do that. Um, I mean, Chris, what, 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 what's your reaction to it? You know, I, I, it is what it is. Um, you know, you can, they've done outdoor games with sun, so like, they just didn't realize how strong the sun is over there in California, I think. And uh, you know, they kind of just they kind of yeah. did this whole NHL outdoor thing on the fly with the whole COVID situation and everything. But you know what? Whatever it is, what it is, they got them in. The players enjoyed it, and it still turned out to be a good weekend for the NHL. I just found it weird that they flew out the Bruins and Flyers yeah. to do it because obviously Tahoe's on the West Coast and. The Bruins and Flyers yeah, are on the East Coast. Yeah, a good Coast. question. Like, I just found it. I just and they wanted to limit travel like this during the season, or didn't or didn't want to have it at all. Like, I just found it weird that this happened. That they were like, "Hey, Boston and Philly, um, you're coming to go play Tahoe on a, on Definitely. Sunday." I don't know. It's a little weird. I don't. Know. It's a little. But overall, it was a good weekend. I think the Bruins stole the show with uh with their warm ups. With their warm-up gear, what they showed up wearing. I don't know if you saw pictures, Chris, but they were basically dressed in, like, yeah, it was, 90s. it was clothes. great. And they were like, Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> that was by far a moment of the weekend um, for me. Um, overall, though, despite the blunder of the sun and then game two, the Zamboni wasn't working. Um, good weekend for the NHL. Just not – just not 100% executed, but overall, they did get the games. They did get them in. Um, Colorado won and Boston won, so it was a good weekend. Let's talk about the Sharks now. Let, let, let me get <laughs> my rant it. over with. And no, we're not going to have technical – and no, Chris, we're not going to have technical difficulties today. I took pictures <laughs> of everything before, so I don't have to go on that stupid app today. All right, well, the here's Sharks what happened lost. last week, Chris. Well, yes, but here's the thing. They beat the Ducks 3-2. to Then they lost to the Blues 3-2 to in overtime. And then they beat the Blues 5-4. to You want to – you want, I, I don't get this team anymore. I don't get it. You can beat the you can beat the ducks. Well, anyone can beat the ducks, but you barely beat the ducks. Then you then you then you bring a good game against the Blues, who are, you know they're lurking at, towards the top spot in the West. 
it's like, are you guys a good team? Are you a bad team? What are <laughs> you? Figure machine. it out. It's like they're they're like in purgatory right now. They're like in the middle. They just yeah, don't know. They just I know, know that Yeah. You do. <laughs> What's going on with the Rangers? Like I, like I said, they were, last time I talked last week, the Rangers lost two tough ones to the Bruins, one in overtime and one uh, one nothing shutout. And um, they looked good the last two games. They beat the Flyers and they beat the Capitals, two quality wins. And they're now only a couple points out of a playoff spot again. It's, it's going to be a battle all year like me and Matt talked about. But, of course, as yeah. – um, the Rangers season always seems to be taking a roller coaster. Just as things start to click, a uh, our star player Artanian Panarin, who I love dearly, um, he's very outspoken against the Russian government. As we all know, um, their government is corrupt over there, with Putin and everyone over there. So he's been very outspoken in the past. And now a report came out saying that from a Russian reporter, saying that Art, Art from an old coach years ago in 2011 saying that uh, Artanian Panarin did something with a girl, which is obviously completely false, and it's really a, a communist attack against Artanian Panarin because he doesn't agree with the country. So he has now stepped away from the team to deal with this issue, obviously to make sure that his family back home in Russia is not going to get attacked because that's the way things work in Russia. So uh, you can only imagine what's going through poor um artanian parents it's basically you know it's a scary, scary situation you know i hope it gets resolved situation. soon we want him back on the team but more importantly we just hope his uh family is safe in russia exactly man you know we don't we, i don't i don't want to see some i don't want to see nah. some bad news i don't there's been, uh, there's been enough bad things that have happened within the past year um for the bruins for all of our Boston fans out there, y'all lost to the, we you know lost to the Devils three to two, but then you know you had your game against the Flyers at top yesterday, and you continued your dominance against the Flyers uh, one seven to three. Uh, the Bruins are five and zero on the year against the Flyers. Uh, David Pasternak recorded his tenth hat his tenth hat trick. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm not a Bruins fan, but Pasta is awesome. Pasta might be yeah, one of the best players in hockey. Um, I was a little worried about the Bruins at the beginning of the year, as we all know. I was thinking, hey, this might be an off year for them. Yeah, in my opinion, they're yeah, still they're the best good. team in hockey. They're legit. Yeah, they might, they might have some bad losses here and there, but they're still the best team in hockey. I don't care what anyone says. They're, I, I think they can honestly win it all. Um, as for the week, uh, they got the Islanders and they got the Rangers again. So... We'll see what happens with that. They lost to the Islanders. They lost to the Islanders and they beat the Rangers twice. So we'll see what happens with that again. Um, let's move on over into college basketball now, where Villanova they've started. They they bounced back. Good, uh, good, good win versus a good UConn team. Very good win against a good UConn team. But now they got to go play St. John's again. They got to get their John's revenge. Beat them not too long ago. The Johnny's this is my second big, favorite team. Honestly, Chris. Honestly, Chris, yeah, this is a big, big game, game for St. John's too. Um, they're my team. I kind of root for from around uh, New York. They're the team I like over here. So I'm rooting for St. John's for sure. For Villanova, this game right here determines if they're going to be a two seed or a three seed. 
Yeah, I told you not to worry about Villanova. They're going to still be in the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight conversation. Oh. I think I think they'll make it to Sweet 16. I don't know about the Elite we'll Eight, say. I'm being honest with you. Um, your Blue Devils, Staying though. alive, baby. Hello. You know, they, um, they had some big news, which Jalen Johnson, one of their top recruits and um, supposed to be a lottery pick in the NBA, decided to opt out. You know, he had some injuries early on, and you know what? A lot of people have different views on it, but for me, the way I view it as, you know what? You don't opt out. You're part of a team, and the way I think about it is he quit on his team. You know, what? okay, Duke's not having a great year. You don't quit on your team. You know, even if you have injuries, like, you should still be around the team. That's how I personally feel. Like, exactly. you opt out. Like, if you stay on the team, you're going to get your best medical service at Duke, you know, the one of the best college basketball medical staff. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the way I look at it, the guy quit on team. You know what? He didn't really impress me that much all year. You know what? Duke is clicking without him now. You know, everyone's stepping up. More players are getting more consistent time. Mark Williams. And um, who else? I forget. Uh, Breakfield's getting more time in the production. And um, Duke needed a signature win to keep their tournament hopes alive without winning the ACC tournament. And they did that by beating number seven Virginia this weekend. Huge wow, win. That was a and, big um, win for you guys. They're right that back at it tonight. Uh, we're recording this on a Monday. They played uh, Syracuse tonight. Another big game. Uh, so they got to win this game and then hopefully beat Louisville. And then, you know, what? I'm just taking it game by game with this team. But it was nice to watch them beat Virginia. It was the first big win that they had all year. They finally closed the game. And uh, it, it felt like the Duke basketball that I was used to, you know, like one of those big games. So I'm not going to get too excited. But, you know, they got a chance. They, they just got to continue to uh, put together good games. You know who also has stepped up for Duke? Since Jalen Johnson yeah. quit on you guys, yeah, Matthew Hurst's been tremendous all year, man. He's gonna be. I'm hoping this. I'm hoping the Celtics can get him in the draft, man. He would fit in oh great. God. This, this, kid, this, this, this kid's unbelievable. He's this kid's got the NBA game. He can shoot. He's a center. He's a center, but he he's like a power like a forward. I think he's but he can play anything. He can play. He can he, he kind of reminds me. He has that little like Derek Nowinski, Luka Donovich game to him where he can do everything. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, this, this kid's unreal. I actually, I'm a I mean, I like him. I like them freshman um, I, 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 I don't like. I don't like. I don't like telling Chris that I'm a big fan of a player on his team because I don't want to give him an ego boost or anything like that. But like Matt, Matthew Hart. Oh my god, this this kid's unreal. This kid's yeah, definitely. He's, he's averaging twenty three points a game in ACC play. He'll be a late first rounder. <laughs> yeah, he could be a mid first rounder. His stock is definitely rising. Definitely is. And then if Duke actually like makes a run too, and this kid just pops off, like I say, oh, like man. a lot of these players are getting experience now too, and some of them may not go pro. So we're gonna be getting some of these players back for the sophomore year with our loaded freshman recruiting class next year. So I'm just excited to see how these kids play, and I'm seeing a lot of growth. And uh, we got to beat Syracuse tonight. Another big one. Exactly. Um, yeah, we've been talking deal. about that for weeks. Michigan is the real deal. They're number three in the nation right now. Uh, had a big win this weekend over, I think they played Wisconsin or Indiana. I forget which one. It's one of the red schools. Um, absolutely, you know, beaten, or I think it was, actually, no, it was Ohio State. It was Ohio State. I'm wrong. Ohio State. And just absolutely, you know, 
dominated that entire game. Um, I like what I'm seeing. Definitely. From Michigan. Uh, they're they're going to make a run. That no no doubt about it. They're going to win the Big Ten and they're going to make a run for sure. Can they beat Baylor? Yes. Can they beat? It's all about getting to the tournament, man. That's what I, that's what I think. That's what I think. And speaking of the tournament, the NCAA announced that there's going to be limited fans at the tournament. Cool. I like this. I like it this because not, the tournament will not having fans all year. You know, Matt. Like, it's just not. It doesn't seem like college basketball. Now it's going to be yeah. like college basketball tournament. There's going to be limited. Now I'm not saying like you know it's going to be like a packed arena or anything like that, and fans are going to be going absolutely nuts. But you know it's limited fans, um, but there will be fans and. Just like Chris said, it has sucked watching college basketball this year and not having fans. But now that the tournament is, you know, just a few weeks away, I think Selection Sunday is literally in like yeah. two weeks. Yeah, uh, March 14th, the um, uh, tournaments are over. Like uh, the conference tournaments start the week of my birthday, that week. Yeah. Oh, we might have to do a oh, birthday <laughs> stream coming up. Uh, <laughs> uh, birthday stream, birthday show. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I'm excited to have fans back for for this. I don't know if they're gonna be living in the bubble or not, but it's gonna be interesting to see what go what, what happens with these fans. To the NBA, the Celtics are terrible. They're they're what the Celtics has been all year. We've been talking about it. I still think they're gonna catch their stride, but they're not consistent. They can beat they beat a good team, then they lose to a team. They lost a tough one yesterday. It's tough to watch, Matthew, but. Uh... I'm. I'm. I think Brad Stevens will get the ship together. Just we just gotta get in the freaking dance. Um, but I mean, Danny Ainge, so, man, we're waiting on a move. Enough is enough. I, mean, I, I know. I know you have on, strong opinions about Danny Ainge right now. On Danny Ainge needs <laughs> to go. Simple as that. He needs to go. Yeah, you know, he comes out and says, "Oh yeah, we're not a good team. You know, we're we're you know this isn't a championship year." Danny Ainge, you're the freaking GM. Make a trade to make this team a good well, team. It all started from literally. them not trading for – All started from them not trading like, for literally. Miles Turner. I mean, come on. We talked about this summer. Like, literally, Danny Ainge, you're the goddamn GM. You're you're kind of the reason why this team has formed together. Now make it better. Now fix it. Get rid of Daniel Tice. Get rid of Romeo Langford. Simple as that. Go trade both of those guys and maybe a first-round pick for somebody. Go get John Collins. Maybe, maybe don't be, maybe don't be greedy this time and go get Miles Turner. Maybe, maybe the Pacers will be like, "Hey, you still want him? Here's the new deal." Seriously, you had Miles Turner in your hands, Danny Ainge, in your hands, but you got greedy and said, "Oh no, I don't want Doug McDermott." I want Victor Oladipo and Miles Turner, two of your best players for one of ours. <laughs> what, what have they been world? missing all year? A big work, man Danny and Ainge. another bench player. Exactly what we said our two biggest needs were this offseason. <laughs> and guess what they had <laughs> offered to us, Chris? Oh, and guess what Danny Ainge said? No, I don't want that. Exactly. Oh, this guy's guy such a moron, honestly. Yeah. Like, he, he needs to go. And because of all, I don't this, think he needs to go. But I mean, wake the hell unhappy. up, Danny. Wake the hell up, bro. No, he needs to go. He <laughs> he, he needs to go because he he's not realizing the problem. And and if, if a general manager isn't realizing the problem, he shouldn't be on the team. Absolutely. 
Jalen Brown's unhappy. Jason Tatum's unhappy. You know, you just casually blow a 24-point lead yesterday and stop playing defense against Zion Williamson. He's the big advantage of that. Yeah, not, not, not a good showing yesterday. I don't know. No. No. The only the only good thing I will say within this past week is Aaron Neesmith is Definitely. developing nicely. It's the only thing. It's literally the only thing. Other than that, this team sucks. Um, speaking of sucking, um, the Timberwolves, breaking news uh, late last night, they dismissed their head coach, uh, Ryan Saunders, and then they hired – and then literally like 10 minutes later, comes out that they have hired Chris Finch as the new head coach. He's a Toronto assistant. This is a rare in-season hiring. He's not the interim coach. He's the new head coach. Um, pretty rare that you see this kind of stuff, but, you know, it is what it is. Timberwolves still suck. Yeah, Timberwolves are fucking – I'm sorry. She's my language. All right, dumpster fire. you're right Um, uh, all-stars for the NBA they were announced uh, the starters were anyways in the west it's Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, LeBron uh, Nikola Jokic and Kawhi in the east it's Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal Kevin Durant uh, Giannis and Joel Embiid that could be a podcast absolutely not but you know um, honestly, Chris, the week of the All Star game, you didn't even want. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll watch it, but like, I, I I can't wait to see how many of them are not enjoying themselves. Like, exactly. I can't wait to see that. Uh, LeBron and Kevin Durant are captains. Um, I don't think either one of them want to be a captain. But, you know, NBA yeah. needs to make money somehow, some way. But so a question for you, Chris, uh, you know, you don't have to name like <laughs> everyone that you think, just a few of them. Uh, who do you think is going to be be like a reserve for the for the All-Star game? Like, who's going to be coming off the bench? A reserve. I would say Jalen Brown. Uh, yeah. Who was the other snub? Who else? Someone else got snubbed at guard. I'm trying to think. Yeah, Lillard. He got snubbed. Dan Lillard. Yeah. Trey Young. I hope so. You, uh, you think Tatum makes it? Yeah, I think he's on the he's bubble. Just making it mm-hmm. Um, those are three right there that I can think of. I'm trying to think of like non-point, like some of the big men, but I don't know. I mean, Anthony Davis, he you know he won't play in it, but he should make it. Um, it's, it's you know, no one gives a crap about the All Star game. Yeah. I don't, don't care it. about it. Chris, one bit. You don't care about it. I don't care about it. I don't think there's. I don't know. Like I haven't heard anything about it. I, that's usually the only about. thing I watch is like the skill competition and stuff like that. But I don't care about the game at all. Mm-hmm. It's a joke. Mm-hmm. This year I really don't care. Last yeah. year's was good. This year I don't really care. Um, let's move in the close NFL. Out. Close out the show today. Um, um, your boy Carson Wentz is going. I to told Indy. you. Indy is um, legit, and they gave up nothing, man. They literally gave, they gave up a second and third round pick, but the second yeah. round pick can turn into a first round pick if Carson Wentz plays. You know, it, of Eagles are a dumpster fire. See what they have in Jalen Hurts moving forward. They're probably going to go another quarterback, whether it's through free agency or the draft. And for the Colts, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to try to re-erect Carson Wentz's career. And, you know, as a Giants fan, I'm rooting for him because I'm high on the Colts. You know that, Matt. I've been high on the Colts. And um, 
They got mm-hmm. weapons, so let's see if Carson Wentz can get it together there. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the trash Eagles, they released the <laughs> Sean Jackson. Um, no surprise. No surprise there. Absolutely no surprise there. And then rumor came out today, Chris, that they're also planning to release Jason. Yeah, Elliott. that's an interesting one. They're you know they're trying to save up. They're trying to they're trying to yeah because they got thirty room. million dollars worth of dead cat thanks to Carson Wentz. <laughs> Maybe yeah, they're they trying wish. to go get JJ Watt. Who knows? <laughs> uh, speaking of Watt, um, he's not yeah, he had a funny tweet yesterday. Uh, he did. Uh, the tweet was that he he said that he takes an hour when he's on DoorDash to decide what restaurant he wants to order from. So it's going to be a little while yeah. before he decides what he wants. Yes, are. So. I. That was pretty. That was pretty funny from JJ Watt. Yeah, they gave their predictions last week. We did um, where we thought he was going to go, and uh, I said the Packers could be a landing spot, and they seem to be one of the favorites. So uh, I'm interested to see where he goes. I mean, rumor has it he a lot of rumors flying around. Uh, I feel like I feel it's going to be like a weird team that we're not even thinking about. No, it's good. It's going to be like. I'm trying to think of a random team. Yeah. It's going to be like Washington. team already has a good like defense. Um, J.J. Watt's former quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Um, supposedly the Panthers are putting together a package deal for Watson. Um, the, the report is that it's three first-round picks. It's three first-round picks. I would do it if I was them. If I'm the Texans, yeah. I'm like, yeah, give me. Let's do that. <laughs> You know, you're getting arguably one of the best running backs in the league, yeah. and you're getting three first-round picks. Like, what? Like, I, I would have been like, all right, sold. Perfect. It sounds legit. Yeah, I think it's going to be it. a legit offer. Uh, the week before the draft, we'll find out what's going on with Watson. That's definitely, that's definitely, yeah. definitely going to be an offer. Um, and then last thing um, for the NFL today, uh, the Packers, they've been releasing a couple players here and there. They got rid of Christian Kirksey. They got rid of a couple other players for cap reasons. You think they're saving? You think you think they're trying to you know make some? So room it seems to be right, but uh, who knows? People are always doing cap room this time of year. Tough to judge. Yeah, except for the Patriots, you know, we're just gonna sit back and relax yeah. and watch everybody sign elsewhere. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's gonna be it for this week. Uh, remember to check out CouchGuysSports.com for the latest sports entertainment articles and podcasts. Uh, good have one. Fun week, and, uh, Chris. Have a fun one. You know, college basketball is starting to heat up. NFL draft, mock drafts are starting to heat up. We're going to have a lot to talk about in the next couple weeks. We are. And I'm looking forward to it. But as always, guys, wear a mask, social distance, wash your hands, call out all the cans. I had a can <laughs> situation this weekend, but, you know, we're not going to get into that. Um, almost called them out, but I decided not to. Um, Anyways, guys, well, we'll see you all next week. Thanks for supporting, as always.